Super Talk Mississippi media production. I'll pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good Friday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Kelly Santa. We're broadcasting live today. First live broadcast of the new year. We're here, our buddies at the Ramey Motors. Couldn't pick a better place, Kelly Center, to start out the year than Ramey Motors here in Purvis. And with tax season right around the corner, people are going to start getting their refunds. They're, they're heading into really one of their busiest times of year when people come in with their tax refund money, those that I, I haven't gotten a refund right. for some time. But uh, there are some fortunate people out there. So four-wheel season, lawnmowers, cars, everything else ready for the spring. Happy to say that uh, we've just renewed our agreement with Ramey's. We'll be coming down here once a month all year and uh, we're always excited about that opening segment of today's show sponsored by dickie's barbecue pit friday night great night to go to dickie's get you some of those uh, good uh, ribs some of that brisket kelly some cream spinach and ice cream how's that sound <sighs> that's pretty good <laughs> and remember that uh, they will cater any event you have large or small you can always sit back relax and let dickie's do the cooking all right we're going to be talking uh, to dakota baker here in the next segment from uh, here at Ramey Motors, also Tony Purvis going to join us a little later in the show from Ramey's. Golden Eagles last night uh, lose another basketball game, 72-52. Uh, just not a not a good start to the year as North Texas walks away with the win. Southern Miss falls to 4-14. Four and 14. Uh, it was another one of those games, Kelly, where they're relatively close midway yeah. through the game, and they give up another run and just are unable right now to stop that. Well, the, the depth, the, the lack of bet, depth on the bench and the presence inside, which Coach Jay Ladner has talked about, it's just it's just rearing its ugly head. But but this is these are the cards that you're dealt, you know. So right. you have to try to to make the best hand that you can out of it. Now Rice, you know, got thumped by La Tech last night, and the Owls come flying in here. Uh, for a game tomorrow afternoon, and we're actually going to be talking with J.P. Heath, who's right. the radio voice of uh, of the Owls, so we'll get his his yep. take. But this will be a big game for Southern Miss to try to get on the winning winning side of the ledger. Owls are nine and nine. Southern Miss is four and fourteen. Let's go to J.P. Heath, no stranger to the show. Uh, been on the show with us many times. J.P., glad to have you back again today. How are you? Howdy, guys. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, J.P. So. Uh, we're going to talk a little basketball. We're going to save a few minutes because I do want to talk to you about baseball. But uh, basketball first, when the uh, Owls hit the floor tomorrow afternoon, what sort of basketball team will uh, Golden Eagle fans see, J.P.? I think it's kind of two teams that are in around the same spot as far as they want to be doing better than they are. Uh, Rice has played well when they've shot well. And uh, as you probably know, that's kind of the sign of a team that, maybe hasn't grown into what they're eventually going to be. They um, have great talent, and they've had some great outings, uh, a lot of games, but it just seems to kind of ebb and flow. Uh, They've had uh, a mixture of lineups lately that's been really good against FIU, uh, played close games against Western Kentucky and FAU, but last night at uh, Law Tech, they just didn't start well, and that's kind of the other key that, 
that fans and folks can kind of fix in on. If, if Rice doesn't have a good start, it's tough for them to play a good full 40 minutes, so they just have to be consistent. What we've seen with Southern Miss is that the Golden Eagles can play pretty close, and uh, then they'll give up a run, and the next thing you know, they're way behind or out of the game. Have you seen anything similar with your ball club? Yeah, Rice has had a kind of a, I don't know, habit. That sounds too critical, but they've, I guess, spin it the broadcaster way. They've shown a lot of positivity getting down by big deficits and come back. They've uh, gosh, they had a 22-point comeback win in non-conference. Uh, they had a 22-point comeback um, against Ford Atlantic, but they just didn't finish it. So they, they've, they're resilient, and they're in, in in most games. But like I had said in the first answer, they just it kind of ebbs and flows with that however, however they're shooting. I don't want to kind of be on here and try to act like I'm selling you short. They're, they're a talented team. They have some, some good parts, but it's just been, hey, how do you – get those parts playing well all at once. Well, going into the season, JP, there had to be certain expectations on both sides of the ball. Have they lived up to those expectations? Where, what are they doing especially well? Where are they deficient? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth. I kind of uh, mentally thought, okay, if they're at 500 or a little bit above, that'll be a good year. And what are they at right now? They're, they've been at above 500 the whole year. And uh, right at 500 now. So they lost to some really good teams in non-conference. Um, when they're going well, they're a really good shooting team. Uh, Aiko Adams, uh, point guard, he'll be in a few games, the all-time uh, leading three-point shooter in Rice history. Uh, they've got Trey Murphy, who's been coming off the bench the last couple games. He's grown <laughs> a couple inches in the last year, gained 30 pounds. He's just a flat-out great shooter. Uh, they've got some talent. Um, they, they can they can play. They got Josh Parrish, who's a, just an uber athlete. He can, he can play with anybody. But they they just I hate to keep being redundant. They just have to fit it all together in one night. They've, they've been too hit and miss. Drew Peterson, uh, number twenty three for fans that go tomorrow. He's the most improved guy, kind of a point forward, um, do it all guy, jack of all trades. But uh, so they they they're a really good offensive team. And they've been good defensive uh, in stretches, too. All right, JP, uh, that game's at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. A couple of minutes left. We can't let you go without talking to you briefly about baseball. 29 days till opening day, at least here. Uh, we all expect great things out of Rice baseball, and I guess you guys are looking for a strong season this year. Yeah, you know what? Uh it's that time of year, I know, because I keep getting asked that question. Um, it just depends on pitching. It, it, I hate to be tried. I'm not, and I don't know as much as I'll know probably when we'll talk. What is that? The uh, end of March or April uh, when when we come to Hattiesburg? Right. But uh, Matt Bragg, a second year, lot of JUCO guys coming in. So I haven't done all my homework, but uh, they lost their top two pitchers. How do they replace that? They've got a good infield. They'll have a pro shortstop in uh, Trey Cruz. Uh, good catcher, Justin Collins, some power, uh, veteran outfield. So got to find that pitching, but that's an old baseball adage. Well, yeah, that's right. And, uh, hey, we look forward to having you guys down here tomorrow, and we sure look forward to the baseball team. Always always a little special when Rice and Southern Miss play each other on the baseball diamond. Yeah, there's nothing like it. Even though Coach Graham is, has left, uh, that, that's still a strong rivalry. I know there's a lot of respect uh, both ways. Thanks for having me on. 
All right, JP, thanks a lot. JP Heath, everybody, play-by-play voice for Rice University. Kelly, I tell you what, uh, I hate to use the trite expression, must win, but the Golden Eagles must win a game pretty soon if they're going to have any hope of carrying any momentum into the rest of the year. Well, when you looked at, at the, the early part of the schedule, of course, we've, we've documented how tough the, the pre-conference schedule was that Jay Ladner inherited. But then when you jump into the Conference USA schedule, essentially the first of the year, you you know, you know have to try to knock off the two of the top dogs right out of the gate on the road at La Tech and, and, um, and at UTEP. Okay, and they went, went down to defeat there. So come home. North Texas, though, is projected to be an upper-tier team in Conference USA. So they have really bitten off some big chunks here early in the season, and they have not have not been able to get wins. Rice is supposed to be a middle to lower tier team in Conference USA. So when it comes to teams of comparable talent, Rice is going to be a little bit more comparably uh, matched up with Southern Miss. But you can sense in Jay Ladner's interviews that he's even frustrated. He knows how important it is from a motivational standpoint, a confidence standpoint for them to be able to win a game to prove to these guys you can do it. Because they always say that that first one is the hardest, mm-hmm. you know. So if they can get over that hump, then you know, never know what might be able to happen down the stretch. But I agree with you, Bob. This is, this is a big one tomorrow. So good news on the women's side. The Lady Eagles win last night 65-57 in Denton, Texas. They improved to 11-4. and They're 3-1 and in conference play. Uh, Southern Miss uh, had a kind of a slow start last night in the first quarter. Uh, but they, they heated up pretty fast and ended up overtaking the mean green in the first frame, 24-19. 24 points from USM was a season-high uh, points allowed uh, in the first from UNT, but the Lady Eagles went 50% from the floor, a perfect 4-for-4 four four during that quarter, and in that opening 20 minutes, respect, Leapart had 18 points on the board and collected seven rebounds. How about those Lady Eagles? 11 and four, and and uh, they're 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 the hottest thing going right now. Right. So, if, so you know, if you want to see a, a Southern Miss team that's putting up some wins right now, then make a point to get out and see the Lady Eagles for sure. We want you to go to all the games, but we'll yeah, get Jordan sure. Lee on the show next week. We kind of take it easy for that 30 minutes that we have her here. And Always right. a lot more fun to talk and, about wins. Yeah, isn't it? she'll have plenty to talk about and imagine this now joy lee with something special to talk about and congratulations to former football coach todd munkin uh who let go by the cleveland browns but uh reported today wdam reporting that he has accepted a coordinator's position with the georgia bulldogs of the sec so you would have matt luke formerly of Ole Miss, and Todd Munkin, formerly of Southern Miss, both on the staff now at Georgia. All right, we're going to have Dakota Baker next. We know that for sure. He's the offensive coordinator here at Ramey Motors. We'll be talking to Dakota right after this. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. And we want to thank J.P. Heath for joining us in the first segment. J.P.'s always a great addition to the Eagle Hour, our go-to guy when it comes to Rice Athletics. And uh, 
Look forward to the game tomorrow. Sure look forward to the Owls coming down here for baseball. Baseball now 28 days away. We're going to do that countdown every Yeah, you said 29 last segment. I was going to correct you. No, it's 28 today. days away, so uh, we're pretty excited about that. This segment is sponsored by Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net, biggest selection of Southern Miss Apparel anywhere on the planet. They even have clothes that fit me and Kelly. That's can't say that with every. Well, you're more of a normal. I'm husky. Fluffy. I think they're fl- <laughs> fluffy. 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 Yeah. Whatever. Whatever they want to. Husky. But, but husky. Yeah. I mean, I, I always got the blue jeans, and I always had to get the husky size. You know. I haven't heard that in 25 years. <laughs> I know. Husky. But, but, but Kelly's I mean, husky. That's right. <laughs> or big bone. Yeah, that's another one. That's another one. You can't She'd be so cute if she wasn't so big bone. Well, you're just politically correct. Look, I, I don't mind. I'm fat, okay? I have a weight problem. Um, I don't have I have no problem admitting that, oh, you know? Babe. Dakota, so. y'all going to let us come back again? Absolutely, man. I just heard that uh, y'all back for a year, man. We love having y'all here, man. It's good fun. Good fun. Husky. That's right. And you were cute. T- Mock, if you will, you go ahead and laugh while I talk to Dakota Baker at Ramey Motors. We're talking about baseball. This guy was a pretty good player back back in his day, but now he's married with the kids in the minivan and all that kind of stuff. So right. you know, he hasn't played in almost of the minivan stage. One more kid probably going to be in the Honda Odyssey versus the Pilot, but okay. hey, whatever works, man. But, but we are heading into to y'all's busiest season, and I talked a little bit prior to the program with you today about. Because I've heard some of your colleagues say tax season, tax season is man, a big season for you guys. Huge, man. You know, a lot of people getting these big returns back. Our biggest thing right now is we've got mowers, man. Last year we done it, kind of went into it just half cocked, didn't know what we were getting into, man. And it was it blew up. Uh, this year we went from one package last year to five. You know, our entry level package will start out at forty three ninety nine. It'll come with you know chainsaw blower, weed eater mower and a trailer and these trailers aren't rinky trailers man they are three thousand pound axles well built four foot gates on all makes everything easier loading unloading um and our most expensive package that we offer will be 69.99 try to keep everything under you know seven grand for your residential guys and we also we can build whatever package you want here man so the trailers even if your mower is husky <laughs> yes, sir. Your, it'll work. Your trailer. Yep. I mean, the only the, we only sell one mower here that won't fit on it. And that's just because the deck's too big. So these these trailers are haul whatever you want, man. If you want to take your mower off and uh, put your four wheeler and a ton of corn on it, it'll do it as well. So we we like them. Uh, keep us stock. We've got over 150 trailers in stock, so we're ready to go this year, and we'll have 300 mowers on the ground by the end of February. So we right. won't run out this year. That was our big problem last year. But one of the big items when people get their tax refunds, because you know the tax refunds they range obviously, but but generally you're going to be in that three to four thousand dollar range is uh is your atvs oh yeah man you know we've got four atvs here that are under you know forty four hundred bucks i mean honda with that kind of money down man easy financing here you know we don't just use honda we've got other lenders as well for everything we do uh but honda's honda's big man they'll be big force come march it'll be mowers and hondas be neck and neck man how long have you guys now actually been open at this location and on uh on I think we, I think July seventeenth. It's crazy to say that. I think we've been a little over a year and a half. But now, when we first started, it was cars and tractors, and then you know, then come, then we got Honda, you know, then G three, and then Gravely, and you know, we got 
there's an, in the works we're trying to pick up two more lines, one more power sport and one more line of tractors, and uh, we'll see how boat season goes this year and hopefully pick another brand of boats up. Actually, I was going to say Highway 11, but you're on 589. 589. Right, between Highway 11 and I-59. So you're almost... Right off the interstate, man. Good location. Yeah. Big enough place here, man. We want to continue to grow, and we got a good customer base, so I think we'll do it, man. You've said you've been open about a year and a half. What has been, usually when people open a business, they'll say, you know, well, Three years, we want to, you know, three years, we kind of hope where we want to be. But it would seem to me, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it would seem to me a year and a half, you're far ahead of schedule. Way ahead of schedule, man. <laughs> we, I mean, we wanted mowers because we're in a small town here, and, and, you know, being right outside of the Hub City, man, I mean, we were blessed to have the year we did last year, and we just, we're going to continue to grow, man. We want to, you know, I think we sold 250 mowers last year. We want to do 350 this year, you know, same with boats. Boats we got, you know, boats we got late last year, but, you know, I think we're going to push them hard enough this year. We're going to do very well. Um, tractors were the number one Mahindra dealer in the southeast. Bob, so. Luke, Luke made sure that we, even though Luke isn't here today, we were supposed to tell He's Dakota. He's a G3 boat. He is. That's it, man. G3 duck hunting boat. today duck up, hunting. In the, up in the Delta. You know, uh, Dakota, when do, I want to ask you when boats get hot because I know having spent a lot of part of my life in the Delta, February is a big crappie month. Up that in the that it is. Delta. Um, last year we kind of, like I said, we got them late July, so we kind of missed peak boat season. The, you know, Shannon, uh, one of our other salesmen, big into boats, and he said, you know, our big peak time is going to be February to May. Um, and you know, through the winter time, we sold some duck boats, we sold some small river boats. Um, um, that's that's the big thing, and I think come February, the the big the bay the bay boat and the bass boat is going to be the killer. I think at mm-hmm. this time. And then, you know, like we said, we sold all of our duck boats wintertime towards the late, uh, late time in October. But hopefully the bass boats will kick back off. Man, we sold, you know, 20 last year. We're hoping to sell 60 or 70 this year. Technology continues to advance. Every month goes by, it seems there's some new gadgets or new wear coming out. What are some of the newest trends in um, bling, if you will, and in, in all, all the things that you offer here, different, uh, different vehicles? <laughs> On the vehicle side? Or boats. Boat, man, one. boats is the biggest thing. They've got pretty much, you know, when you go, like my wife, we go for our little ultrasounds, and, you know, you can basically see live, like what she really looks like. They have the same technology. You guys are you guys are expecting, by the any way. Day, yeah. Any day. Yeah, right but now, that's so. what I wanted to see yep. where that comment was coming. Absolutely. What do you mean when you're saying that about boats? So it's called a live scope. So what it is, I mean, you've got a 14-inch monitor. And it's like live feed down to the bottom. And, I mean, you can drop your bait off the side of the boat and watch it go down to the fish and literally put it in his mouth just about and hook him. It's the technology. It's crazy. You know, most people you just see they do inside image and it just throws a picture. This is live time. I mean, you're looking at my idea of technology was having a good depth finder, yep. right? <laughs> That's what I had on my boat. And, yeah. you know, Shannon schooled me on it earlier this year, and Dean as well, showing us all. Man, there's so many features in bass fishing, and it's a lot of crappie fisher times. I mean, that's what they mm-hmm. use is live scope. They'll have, I wouldn't be scared to say, $15,000 in electronics. Now, can you guys get some boats that would be suitable for crappie Absolutely, fishing? man. We can. I mean, anything from crappie, bass, catfish. Uh, salt water, man, any kind of fishing, we can do it, man. But you do know that there's no better tasting freshwater fish than crappie. It's good, now. I'm with Crappie's you on that. I, I like some perch. I really do. Or what do the Cajuns call it? Sacale. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just know I was at a I was at a seafood place in in um, Ville Platte. Louisiana, down by Lafayette. Yeah, Lafayette, and I was asking the guy. He was he was hosing down his floor or whatever. He was very busy, and I said, "Have you got grouper?" He said, "Yeah, Mister, I got grouper." I said, "Have you got this?" I got. So I asked him like three or four times. He was obviously annoyed with me, uh, which usually doesn't happen until the sixth question. <laughs> but, but this was the, like the fourth question. He finally shut off the hose and he said, "Mister, if it swim, I got it." <laughs> you know? 
I said, okay, I, I get it. And I think he was—he probably had one of those boats, you know, uh, right out back. Financing for boats available? Man, oh, absolutely, man. We've got tons of lenders. Um, you know, we try to use local lenders. That's our big thing. We want to use local banks. Uh, State Farm here in Purvis does good for us. Um, that's our big thing. Stay local, shop local, use local people, man. That's the way we want to be. But, you know, we got... Probably 15 lenders for boats outside of just here in our town. So. But right now you're really focused on mowers. And say a husky fellow like Kelly came in and needed a riding lawnmower. What would be your recommendation? Probably the ZTXL 60, the step up from the X. And the biggest thing is the seat and the yeah. tires front and rear a little bigger. So it offers a little spongier ride. Yeah, the it's wide the wider one. seat for the fluffy people. So. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm the not hydraulics small. are probably pretty good too, huh? <laughs> I mean, I'm not small myself, but I, I like the better seat myself. The husky on a, seat, Kelly, yeah. is what he's referring to. And they, have, they actually have a seat that I think it is the husky HD seat that goes on. <laughs> <laughs> so we can get that at a suspension it's seat for Kelly sure. It's the Kelly Center special. Well, they, 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 I think Lowe's. they still sell blue jeans in the husky, don't they? <laughs> With the reinforced knee patches and everything Absolutely. in there for, for you guys that are, that are tough like that, you know? Uh, and I see tractors, Dakota. Oh, yeah. Uh, big time for tractors right now. You know, we're in that slow lull in December, and, you know, we're about 13 or 14 right now. It's been a good month so far, man. we got good specials on our 45 series and 16 series. Food plots, tractors kind of died down. And now this is the time to sell big. This is when you sell your bigger tractors, your six to 8,000-pound tractors. So, mm-hmm. On the car side, and, and this is just kind of a generic question, I, I read in, in trade magazines and so on that, that fewer and fewer manufacturers are actually producing Cars. Cars, that's right. It seems like they're all going right. SUVs. Small SUVs, man, that's what's crazy. I, I'm not all up to date on it, but, yeah. I mean, every time I turn around, it seems like Ford drops this car, Chevy drops this car. I mean, basically, I think all that Ford has left is, is it the Taurus and the and the Mustang? Correct. Fusion's I, gone? And the Fusion. I, I may be. I, mean, yeah, I could I, be wrong, but I don't think they offer but that but every, cars. But, but everybody's going Everybody's SUV. doing it. Everybody's doing it. Man, the fuel of it, like my wife's pilot, my, my, my grandmother has a Lincoln Continental. 20 miles per gallon. Of course she does. Continental. I mean, I mean yeah. it's, it's, it's classy. I like it. A land yacht. Man, oh, yes, sir. Beautiful <laughs> car. I love it. But, you know, the wife's pilot, 25 miles per gallon average. You can't beat it, man. Right, and it drives right. good, man. They have the Cadillac Seville as big fins on the back, Kelly. Seven-foot-long seven hood. Different yeah. area code from the front of the car. <laughs> Cruising down car. Route 66 <laughs> yeah. in the Seville. Those, those days are over. All right, Dakota. Always a pleasure to have you on the show, buddy. And, appreciate uh, it, We guys. appreciate being down here. We'll continue our broadcast from Ramey Motors right after this. Southern Miss to the top. 
Broadcasting live from Ramey Motors on Highway 589 between Highway 11 and I-59 in Hattiesburg. This is the Eagle Hour. Kelly Sander along with Bob Getty. Luke doing a little uh, duck hunting today up in the Mississippi Delta in his G3 boat. To come next week, we got some great shows lined up, including Jonathan Brochi, who is with IMG College. You know, you ever, every time you hear a broadcast, you hear, you know, Golden Eagle Athletics brought to you by IMG College. What exactly is IMG College? We're going to talk with Jonathan Brochi next week about IMG College and its relationship with Southern Miss. Also, somewhere down the road, we're going to start a, a historical series talking about some of the different people at Southern Miss, like M.M. Roberts. How many people even know who M.M. Roberts mm-hmm. was? I mean, you've heard the name, but who was M.M. Roberts? So we're going to get Bo Morgan from the Golden Eagle Network, who's actually a historian, going to talk about who Reed Green was, who M.M. Roberts, you know, some of the some of the almost mythical names from the Southern Miss past, bringing a little history to the program. Do you think when we have the IMG guy on, we could convince him to cut down to at least, I don't know, 364 commercials during a football pro- a game? Uh, probably so. Probably I, I, so. I don't, we might yeah. have to strong arm him a little yeah. bit. You know, and now that everybody knows I'm husky, I could just sit on it. Right. You know, Instead so. of first down, Southern Miss to the top, it's first down, sponsored by blah, 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 and Southern Miss to the top. Well, right. that's, that's right. just kind of the climate we're in today. In the Here's a great football. show we're going to have next Wednesday. I'm not sure you're aware of this. We're going to have Rick Cleveland and Chuck Abity on the same show for the full show. Who better to talk about about the demise of the newspaper industry, and more specifically the sports sports print sports coverage, because I'm, you, you are the same way as me, and I bet David Sutton, who's standing behind me, is the same way. There was a time that Sunday, the first thing you did was you wanted to read the sports page on Sunday and catch up on all. Well, that, you know those days are gone now, and so it'll be an interesting conversation with those two gentlemen who spent their careers uh, as probably. The two best-known sports editors in the state. Well, and the, the Hattiesburg, the history of the Hattiesburg American. I mean, Alan Hinton was there, and and Van Arnold, and you know Chuck Abbott right. and Tim Doherty. You know, just some some great writers, and Rick Cleveland. You Rick know? Cleveland. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some some and uh, Tyler Cleveland. I think his son right. he wrote for the Hattiesburg American, who covered his Southern brother. Miss I think covered sports for the Clarion Ledger at one point. And there was a long time, Kelly, that the Clarion. And when I was living in the Delta, the Clarion Ledger is what you went to every Sunday to get all the details on the Southern Miss game. Because you could look at the Greenville newspaper or the Clarksdale newspaper, and if you didn't know better, you, you would think there were only two colleges in the state. But the Clarion Ledger always gave equal coverage, you know, with the big spreads and all, to the three Division One schools. I was always grateful to the Clarion Ledger for their efforts in doing that, and that's kind of sad now because it's, it's all gone. Not only are newspapers kind of going the way of the buffalo because of, of Internet, but when I, you know, and you and I are both in black and white, we're so old, um, but in my hometown, you'd get two newspapers a day. You had the morning edition, and you had the afternoon edition. So, I mean, I remember going to the laundry room, and there'd be a stack of newspapers about eight feet high, and that was just from a month or two because you got two installments of the newspaper a day as a, but that was it and radio uh in and television news the world could end but walter cronkite was going to have a half an hour worth of news right. and that was it right. you know you didn't have these 24-hour news cycles and things like that real news he actually gave real news just just reported the facts that's correct you know that's a thing of the past too today is so all of that yeah all of that's kind of going and and it's just 
things evolve as we've talked about the the, the sports landscape in Conference USA and and at Southernness and people kind of David just tripped over a headset. Yeah, that there. was the, the voice of the William Carey Crusaders yep. there that just uh, knocked the microphone off. The table. <laughs> <laughs> Put he, that headset on there a minute, Sutton, and update us on William and, Carey. And, and he's he's working on his device. William Carey. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm thinking it was last year that William Carey made the final four in the NAIA National Men's Tournament, right, David? That's correct. Yes. Well, how are the Crusaders doing this year? Uh, they uh, they only lost three players from last year's team, but they two of them were super critical players, and they were tough to replace. And yeah, you know, their record was four and four in November, but they lost two games at the buzzer. Uh, but unfortunately, both were conference games back in November. So, as Coach Knight said, if we would have, but we didn't. But you know, that if if they come out of November six and two and two and zero in conference, everything mm-hmm. is a okay. But everybody kind of went, oh man, what's going to happen? Well, all they've done is won nine of ten since and beaten four nationally ranked teams, and they're right back to being William Carey again. They're twelve and five, huge victory last Saturday over the number seventeen team in the country. Um, it's interesting, in that stretch of wins, they played the number one scoring team in the country the first week of December and held them to 62 points. Well, that team was no longer the number one scoring team in the country anymore. Well, the new number one scoring team in the country they played two weeks later and held them to 68 points. Uh, and then last week, Stillman uh, one of the number one, well, well, the top three, but one of the three top scoring teams in the country, and they held them to 77 points and beat them by eight. So their defense is what they hang their hat on. And uh, Coach Knight, I'm telling you guys, <laughs> I know he's done this for 38 years. He is just as fiery, and he is just as into it, and he's a heck of a coach. And uh, the bottom line is, is that they're right back in it and probably going to go back to another national tournament again. And what's what's so notable to me about that, is, and, and David, of course, is, is on top of it, and the rest of us kind of look look in, is that the league as a whole that they're in this year is much stronger from top to bottom. You used to have every year two or three bottom feeders, and all of those bottom feeder teams have gotten better. Yes. Would you would you agree the league uh, top to bottom is much stronger? It's 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 as strong as it's ever been. I uh, coach Knight's been saying it's as strong as it's ever been. And last week on the show, I I gave some statistics. But going into last week, and if my numbers are off by one or two, forgive me. But the overall record of the conference's top eight teams, which is the top two thirds, I believe was eighty five and twenty seven. Mm. But you have to remember. 13 of those 27 losses when when they were playing each other out of conference i believe they're 69 and 14 i mean they they and and these are wins over i mean some of the any teams that have numbers beside their names i'm telling you in the top 25 in the NAIA probably without exaggerating two thirds of them have been tagged with a loss by somebody in the uh, SSAC this year. And for people that don't know, Coach Knight. Uh, Southern Miss guy. Right, the winningest basketball coach in the history of Mississippi. A Southern Miss guy to the bone. A two-sport star at Southern Miss. Baseball, really good baseball pitcher. Played professional baseball. And played basketball at Southern Miss. He's a great guy, great athlete. And he's actually not only the number one most winningest coach on all levels in basketball in Mississippi. He's number three in the history of NAIA, and one of the top two is retired. So he is slowly, brick by brick, tracking him down. 
at the very least, he's going to end up the second most winningest coach that's ever coached in the NAIA. And don't think that, uh, I'm telling you, this guy is not sitting down on the bench just watching these guys roll it out there. You know, right. sometimes you see these coaches in their 40th. And I remember Eddie Robinson back in the day at Grambling, you know, oh, he's the winningest coach of all time. And you'd see him on the sideline those last five or six years. And there's a lot of other guys doing all the work. And he just had the headsets on. But uh, Coach Knight is completely the right, opposite right. of that. And uh, I got two big games this weekend that we'll have on supertalkhattiesburg.com. All you got to do, anybody listening, supertalkhattiesburg.com, click on the William Carey icon. They play Dalton State on Saturday. Again, the, the schedule never gets easier. They're the number eight team in the country. And they were outside, they're right out of, outside of Atlanta. That's right correct. Dalton they come State. in at 16-1. Uh, so, you know, no relief there. And then Martin Methodist, who was supposed to be one of these bottom feeders, they're thirteen and four and second in the conference. Nobody's in, not good. So on Saturday, uh, the pregame's at one forty-five, tip-offs at two, and then actually on Monday for Martin Luther King special game times, we're actually going to do a doubleheader with both the women and the men. It'll be the women's game at three and the men's game at five on SuperTalkHattiesburg.com. And a lot of those players that Steve Knight has, you know, came up from the Pearl River program. Oh, absolutely. That, that Chris Oney has. And, and uh, Chris Oney's Pearl River team last night just walloped Hines. This is a Hines team that beat Jones by 18 points. And the same Hines, teams, same Hines team went to Poplarville last night, and Pearl River beat them 96-58. David, what do you think is the biggest difference in NAIA basketball and Division One basketball, uh, probably height. Um, that's probably yeah. There's just so much size. You know, you remember though, and I, I know that Southern Miss is is down a little bit, but William Carey this year, when they when William Carey played Southern Miss this year, they had split the last four meetings. You know, Southern right. Miss did did get them this year, but right. I mean. Two out of the last five years, William Carey's beaten Southern Miss, and they've played southeastern Louisiana, who's uh, very strong in the Southland, and they take them down to uh, you know five point, six point, eight point games all the time. But it's depth. There's there's just there's there's a few extra good guys on the Division One bench than the NAIA, and Mm -hmm. definitely height. They've just got more big guys coming in and to throw at you than in the NAIA level. All right, we appreciate it, David. That's no problem. David Sutton, everybody, extraordinary sales rep for <laughs> Super Talk Mississippi and the voice of the William Carey Crusaders. The new nickname, the Phantom David the Phantom. Sutton. <laughs> David the Phantom Sutton. <laughs> That's on him. On the Eagle Hour. We'll be right back. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back at Ramey Motors on Highway 589 in Purvis between Highway 11 and Interstate 59. Broadcasting from Ramey Motors. The Eagle Hour continues in this segment. Uh, brought to, I, did I, I don't think I mentioned 4th Street Bar and Grill. 
Last well, why don't you mention it now, Kelly? Okay. Why don't I do that, Bob? It's the home of the uh, 895 lunch special and all sorts of games going on there, including best place in the Hattiesburg area to shoot pool. Pool tables have always got some good competition there. They've got dartboards. Uh, they have all kinds of different uh, games for adults, and it's the place to pregame for Southern Miss sports. So if you're getting ready for it, and I know we're going to have a big uh, remote broadcast there just prior to the baseball season, but uh, Saturday before the basketball game, might want to pregame at 4th Street Barn Grill right over the uh, – Inter- uh, Highway 49 Bridge in the shadow Beer? of M.M. Roberts Stadium. Excuse me? Beer. Lots. Okay. Yeah, lots of We can say that, can't we? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, four. We're PBR, glad to have him with us. Huh? PBR. A little past Blue River. <laughs> Might be able to get that. A little Yingling White. Whatever. Yeah, whatever you want. Also, you should all uh, that we're here at Ramey Motors, and we have a gentleman here with us to tell us about cars and trucks. Lots of cars and trucks going on. Well, yes. glad you're here. Thanks. Yes. So we're gearing up for tax season. We're getting uh, we got a good mix. We got over seventy vehicles here. We got them for sixty thousand. We got them for eight thousand. So we got just about anything to fit any type of budget. Uh, by the way, I'm Tony Purvis from Purvis, and we are in Purvis. Did I say that? No, you didn't. You about like Fourth Street Bar. You forgot about me. I thought I thought we said no, I thought I said I thought we said we were in Purvis though. Tony. He's old. He's old. Tony. He's old. He's old. <laughs> Okay, we're back on the air. We had a technical uh, snafu here, but we're talking to Tony Purvis in Purvis at Ramey Motors of Purvis about cars and trucks. Yes, sir. So, like I said, we got a lot, a lot to choose from. Um, anything from small cars to uh, F350s. Um, we got a good mix of F250s. We got a very user-friendly website. You can find that at RameyMotorsMS.com. Um, there's always a place to uh, fill out an application as well, but Quick, easy filter. Uh, you can filter by price. You can filter by year, make, model. Um, we got a lot to choose from. We got over 14 different brands here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we got 70 on the lot, but we also we uh, can find you anything. If you can be patient, it took me four months, but I found the exact truck I wanted. I'm so proud of it, but it mm-hmm. took me a while. So, and this is a fact, is it not? And I think anybody in the car business will tell you this. You're much smarter to buy a pre-owned vehicle than a brand new one, because when you buy a brand new one. You lose 15, 20% of what you, of your value when you drive it off the parking lot. You've absorbed that loss when you buy a pre-owned vehicle. And in today's world, they all, if you take care of them, they'll run 200,000 miles. That, and that's right. Uh, you know, new ones, uh, it's, I sold new cars for a while. Um, the rate, the rebates sometimes are, are good mm-hmm. but like you said you're taking a hit anything you buy that you put mileage on it's going to depreciate i mean you're getting you're paying for it mm-hmm. you can't drive for free so i mean you're paying for the miles you use and yes if you can i mean we we sell 2019s with 10,000 miles so right. it's practically brand new still under factory warranty so it's just like you went to the dealership and bought a new one but that loss has been absorbed but the loss has been absorbed so right, you're saving right. ten fifteen thousand dollars Right. All right, so Tony Purvis in Purvis at Ramey Motors between Highway 11 and I-59 on Highway 589. There you go. In Purvis. In, I said okay. that. I want to make sure we get that. Um, what what assurances do buyers have when they get a, a pre-owned vehicle from Ramey Motors that they're that 
it's good to go. Yes, sir. So we have a full staff, full service department. Um, we have mechanics that check any and everything out when they do come in, is whether it's a trade-in, whether we bought it at an auction, whether we purchased it from an individual. We have a 60-point check that our mechanics do. Before it hits the line, you're assured it is it is sound, mechanically sound. Um, now you are buying used vehicles, so you got to be practical. There might be dings, there might be dents, might be tears in the seats, but we try not to put that out there. Um, we we rather just send it to auction or fix it rather than put it out there. So what you're going to get is you're going to get a nice premium uh, used vehicle. You know, it's not we're, we don't sell a whole lot of cheaper items, um, but we do have some for that that buyer. But um, we do also we offer uh, extended warranties, and we do have financing. We do have financing in house as well. So anything you purchase, uh, you can get an extended warranty. Um, so I mean, any that, and that's a good thing to have. If anything happens, you yeah, know, and it's really, it. really cool this time of year too, because ki- the kids are going to be graduating in May. So good time to get them a good starter vehicle if they don't have one already. And and tax tax season, as we mentioned, coming in, you have some income tax money coming in, hopefully. Thank so. you, Tony. We appreciate you very much. Absolutely. We've got about thirty seconds left. Championship. He's, he's a games. Titans guy, right, Tony? Right. Championship <laughs> games this weekend. Titans. Oh, gotta Titans. go, Mahomes. Going KC. Oh, you going going to KC? I'm going with KC as well. I think KC's going to win. Michael, KC or Tennessee? Uh, KC. All right, and we know Michael's a huge Green Bay Packer fan. Do you like the Packers? And we're tur- the broadcast is done, guys. We're we're off air. <laughs> oh, That's it. No, sorry, we're off. <laughs> we're off. We're all say the 49ers. Yes, right? yes, 49ers. 49ers. All right, that wraps it up from Ramey Motors. Thanks a lot, everybody, for listening. We'll be back in the studio Monday. Until then, Southern Miss to the top. Into the future I want to fly like an eagle To the sea Fly like an eagle Let my spirit carry me I want to fly like an eagle Till I'm free Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.